0: Welcome back to Grand Spirits Podcast. I'm your host Laura Lynn, and today we're going to be talking about the game of life and how to play it. We're on the second to last chapter, um, so chapter nine, and it's called "Perfect Self Expression" or the Divine Design. And what I think is so cool about this chapter is that um, that we're talking about it today on the full the second full moon this month so it's a blue moon in aquarius and so cool is that it's aquarius back to back because that um rarely happens as well um and i feel like being an aquarius not that i i am my rising time is an aquarius um it's all about like being exactly you and i feel like everybody has this um characteristic but i feel like as an aquarius it's like been really cool to like by going on this spiritual journey um getting closer to who I am on the inside because I feel like I was like two different people and even like growing up I would be like oh I have like a school Laura and I have a home Laura and it was cool in college how those like became one and I think it was because I could actually be an Aquarius at home like my true self um, my authentic self on the inside, and especially as an, Aquarius like, Aquariuses are known to be, like, like, um, leaders, not, like, followers of the pack, they kind of, like, do their own thing, um, and I was, like, kind of, like, my Leo self at school, um, in a different way, though, uh, I don't know how I started with this tangent, but here we go, <laughs> usually I don't do long intros, but, we're halfway done so um at school I was more uh, like I was over the top like a Leo is but it was more of like, like my academic so I was like that nerd who would like raise their hand for every question so that's like the kind of person that I was but then I wouldn't really like talk that much after that kind of a thing like I couldn't really be me so I was like at school I'm just here for the academics and I didn't really have so much of a social life until I got to college and then that's when like my home self and my school self merged and that was actually able to like have fun and it's probably why college is like the best four years of my life but um anyway all of that to say <laughs> all of that was to say that today is the full moon in Aquarius and I hope that you do something that makes you feel more authentic to you um to like your true self with whatever activity that that may be or um or just how you interact with people um and so yeah so today uh, like i said we're going to talk about chapter 9 it's called perfect self expression or divine design um so it's not like one or the other it's i think what she's saying is that like they're one and the same so like however you want to call it this is what the chapter's about could be divine design it could be perfect self-expression it's the same thing is what she's saying um and by she i'm I'm saying uh florence goldshin and that's what she's saying and um within this chapter i've had several revelations um over the past two weeks but um just like updates with my life um we were supposed to get the house like you know um, back in June didn't happen I ended up having to go with my parents for three weeks but then work started again so now I'm at my um, my husband's parents house and um, we were supposed to close escrow on Tuesday so I'm like okay I can just wait until we move into the new house because where am I going to record at your parents house <laughs> like my husband I was talking to him about that um, and it didn't happen so now we're just like waiting for the final appraisal the final inspection however you want to call it and hopefully that'll take place Monday and we'll be able to move in Tuesday or however it may be um but I just have so much to say and I thought okay like actually it was a complete coincidence that it's talking about self-expression and it's on today the full moon. Um, but I was like I feel I don't know how to explain it, but like I felt off without like sharing everything. So I was like, I need to do it today. Even if we might get the house tomorrow or the next day. I just like wanna do it now. So um so yeah, here it is and I'm super excited about this. Um and yeah so let's dive in so of course it's gonna be like that short commercial break but then after see you back here all right so we're gonna begin on page 75 you know what i just realized was i always say page numbers but what if you have a different version than me and the pages are way off I never took that into account. Um, so, let me just tell you how mine looks. Mine's by DeRose Publications. And it's like a red tit- a red book. And it has like white words on it. I don't know how else to describe it. But anyway, 75 on this page. Because um, I went to... Um, a crystal store, and they had this book, but it was in a cute little, like, like, pocket book, and it was, like, a thick book, whereas mine's, like, super thin because the pages are bigger, um, the font's bigger, but it was, like, a really cute little pocket book, but it was, like, a thick little thing. Some of the pages would be way off, but, um, anyway, on my book, um, page 75, um, as always, we're gonna start from the beginning because her i don't know how she does this like i literally forget about it every single time and every single time i start a chapter i'm like hey it's not going to be like the first line's not going to be that great like all the other ones but i always get shocked um, so let's just dive in <sighs> there is for each man perfect self-expression there is a place which he is to fill and no one else can fill Something which he is to do, which no one else can do. It is his destiny. It's so cool. And then, like, the little quote that is, like, right under the um, title, it says, No wind can drive my bark astray, nor change the tide of my destiny. So basically, she's, like, opening up by saying, like, you are here for a reason, Like how marvelous is that. That you're here for a purpose. There's a reason why you're alive and why you are on this planet. Like there's a reason why you have the people in your life and why they have you, you know? And that's just like it's just so marvelous to know that you were that you're here for a reason that's not nothing is by chance. There's no such thing as coincidence. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that's so, that's so beautiful. Um, she goes on to say, This achievement is held a perfect idea in divine mind, awaiting man's recognition. As the imaging faculty is the creative faculty, it is necessary for man to see the idea before it can manifest so the point this is like with like visualization and we've talked a lot about this um on this podcast that um it's important to visualize able to see the life and then go after it and i feel like that's what's really cool about being clairvoyant because i have these visions and what's so cool is like i grew up with that's a raven and i love that show like growing up but i never once thought that that could actually be me um and now here i am getting visions and i'm just like what but what's so cool and i'm glad that they address this on the show is that even though you can't you have like glimpses of it it's never really what it seems exactly so um so even though you can like visualize something it doesn't necessarily mean that's gonna happen it's more of like the this is what could happen and so you can choose to like follow the path that will lead to that vision if you so choose but you can also choose a different path And I feel like that's what's so cool about the concept of jumping timelines. I don't know if I mentioned this, but during Lionsgate, like, I was able, like, I was prepared um, by my spirit guides to jump timelines, and I did. And it's, like, really cool to, like, get to know this new reality um, and just, like, see... There's, like, little things changed, and... just been like really cool to like experience that but anyway um what i was saying with like the visualization is that i think it's really important to visualize that you know where you're going how to like connect the dots like i'm right now i'm at point a like how do i get to point b how do i get to the next step and not end up in like beta like the uh, equivalent but like not like a different reality kind of thing um so I think that's super important and here is where I'd like to um like pause for a second with the book and share um a revelation but this one actually isn't from me this one's from my husband um so yesterday I did not have a good day it was just like there's the stress from like the house stuff and then with my poor my poor little billy um my little pup who like that poor guy he he had such a great life in the apartment he was always with me like we were straight chilling and everything and now he's been he has he's been with I mean we've all been homeless for almost six weeks now um and so just like moving around just getting used to new environments um and at least like us um like, we're the ones that are making the decision, so... um, Like, where we stay and everything. So, at least, like, with us, like, we're... Like, we're cool with it. Because, uh, we we understand. Like, we know that there's gonna... We're, we are gonna have a home, but for him, he doesn't understand. Like, he understands that... Like, I, I told him from the beginning, like, when we were selling the apartment. I was like, hey, we're gonna move to a new house. And we've taken him to the house, um, so he's seen it. But he doesn't quite understand, like, this is gonna be his um he was just like oh just another place to be at and so like for him like this is just his reality that and then the thing is is that like three weeks for us isn't that long of a time but for him it feels like months and so um i've just been feeling really bad about that um i don't know how to start talking about billy Uh, i just saw him through the window (laughs) Um, but anyway so my husband came up with this technique and yeah so basically I had a really bad oh yeah, yes so the whole stress of me having a bad day and like I can't even imagine how Billy's been because it's just it's just been a lot but anyway he's like well why don't we like try using your crystals and I'm like oh, okay yeah great idea um and so he's like I'll put them on for you and I said okay because normally like i like look at the crystal i'm like okay this one's like my this is um amethyst i'm gonna put it on my crown chakra you know but he's like no like i'm just gonna i'm gonna put it on for you and i'm like okay so i could close my eyes and i'll let him put the crystals on me and he's like I don't know how to describe it. Like, I wouldn't say that he is, like, fully spiritually awakened yet. But he's, like, definitely open to the idea. And he is also very powerful in his clairs without realizing it. um, And so sometimes I get a little jealous because I've been, like, doing... I'm all, I've been on this journey for, like, a solid year now. Almost. So it's not solid. Almost a year now. And, like, I've really had to, like, work to get to this point um with the Clares. whereas with him he hasn't worked on it he just like has it naturally and I'm just like "Mm, okay but anyway he's like really good about that he's an empath and so like he like accepts these things about himself but he hasn't like stepped into the spotlight like I still feel like he's like backstage like viewing everything and like understanding it Oh my gosh, that's a perfect way to describe it. Maybe because I want to share because I feel like maybe some maybe you have someone like this in your life. It doesn't have to be like a spouse. It could be, I don't know, a friend or something. I don't know, cousin, whatever, parent. um It feels like he is just like watching the movie of a spiritual awakening, but he's not like in it inside of the movie so kind of like in um of a really place when like alex um is too young to like go to the rated r movie and so instead of like watching it she like puts herself in it without meaning to because she meant to like put herself in the theater but she ended up putting herself in the movie um but yeah like i feel like that's how it is for my husband that he is watching it and he understands it and he accepts it and all of that but he's like not an act he's not like putting in an active role with himself yet but anyway he is like really good at like manipulating energy like he has taken energy ahead of me and he's like really good about that whole thing so anyway so when I let him put the crystals on me I was like okay um maybe like I'll see it was I, I guess I shouldn't have done this but I did it was kind of like a test i was like "Okay, let's see like if you've been like paying attention like where the chakras are and what crystal goes with what chakra and then when i was when i finished my my meditation by the way it was amazing i got so many insights and it was like preparing me for today for the full moon and like just releasing everything i don't need anymore and um yeah, and it was just, like, really magical, um, I felt like I was, like, getting prepared to go into the new house, like, it was, like, God saying, like, you haven't been, you haven't moved into the house yet, because I wanted you to release this, because I don't want this energy going into that new home, because that new home is going to be, like, the beginning of something new, and I don't want this, this old energy, like, infecting it, in a way, um, so it was really beautiful. So anyway, so when I finished my meditation, I was like, oh, ha, ha. like he, I was like, oh, the amethyst was on my crown chakra. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. But then on um, my third eye, it was um, for the throat chakra. And then for my throat chakra, it was for the solar plexus chakra my heart one was for my sacral chakra so they were like all kind of like mixed up and then i was like haha like like you got this wrong like this is what you needed to like, this one goes here this one goes here i was like t- i was like explaining it to him and then he's like no like i my eyes were closed all i did is i felt the energy from the crystal and it told me where to put it on your body and i was like what like And then it just, like, all made sense. And it was so cool because it literally happened, like, instantly. That, like, everything just made sense. Like, every single chakra that, like, every stone that he put on different chakra, it made sense why he put that stone on each chakra. Like, is that not incredible? So, then I was able to, like, understand why the crystal asked to be on that uh, on that chakra because what's so cool is that he literally lined them up like exactly where the chakra was like it wasn't like halfway or it wasn't like in a place where there weren't chakras um so like I I thought that was so cool because we always just like use crystals but do we ever ask them what what where they think that they would make the the greatest change and so it really was like inspired and I'm like oh my gosh this is like a brand new thing and maybe it isn't maybe someone else has already done this but I had never heard of it and it just it just helps so much because of like the great meditation the revelations that I had in my meditation but then also like what It just, like, gave me new insights of, like, where I'm heading and, like, what I needed to do, um, and so then I did the same thing for him, and then it was, like, same thing, like, it was, like, very, like, spot-on, like, I felt like I was doing a reading, um, because it was just so spot-on, um, so yeah, so that was just, like, really cool, um, okay so so yeah so that was the first one so the whole point of that is saying that like if you don't know like where to start um with your visualization um because that's what we're we're gonna see a lot in this chapter is like trying to just like she just says like you have to like realize like what's god's plan and not man's plan or like your plan but the thing is is that like how do you distinguish that how do you know if it's your plan or God's plan, and so I feel like with the crystals, it's, like, a great technique, and you could do it yourself, like, you don't need someone to do it for you, just, like, put all your crystals in a little bag, and then just close your eyes and just grab one, and then just wherever it tells you, you know, you don't have to have somebody do it for you, but, um, but, yeah, I feel like that's a way to, to see, like, what, what is God, what what is the universe, what are your spirit guides, god the infinite intelligence or creator however you want to um talk about it like what is really meant for you and then because the thing is and I feel like that's what some people say like you, you can't trust their intuition and like, I've been there too and I feel like I'm barely starting to trust my intuition um is because we don't know if we're just being influenced by society. Like, oh, I wanna get married and have kids and have a house. Is that because society tells me to do it, or is it because that's really like my life plan? Um, I also just wanted to say like one more note about the chapter before we like get started. Um, this was written over a hundred years ago. Or about a hundred years ago. And she talks about women, like, I have to read it because I was just, like, so appalled. I'm like, how could you be so spiritually awakened and then say this? Um, she says, a woman's perfect self-expression may be in becoming a perfect wife, a perfect mother, a perfect homemaker, and not necessarily in having a public career. And I'm like, no. Like, you have a public career. Like, you're literally an author and you have your own, like, school like how could you how would you write this um so like that was like kind of disappointing but the thing is is that like that really is what a lot of women wanted at that time and they really thought that it was them who wanted it when i feel like it was more society so all that to say with the crystals is just like by allowing the crystals to speak to you um that that's a way that the infinite tele the infinite intelligence or the spirit um can speak to them um through the crystals to you to tell you like what really is your destiny and to visualize that um so oh oh my gosh I didn't even tell you how to read it (sighs) I'm sorry so how to read it um okay so for my example um so for my throat chakra, I had the solar plexus stone, and honestly, I don't know what stone it was. I will look it up right now. But um, um, basically, it was just a the, the yellow stone, and the, like the stones that I have, I'll take a picture and put it on the website. They have like the like an engraving of, um, like the Sanskrit word for or like symbol. For solar plexus chakra like engraved in the stone for all of them but um and then you'll see that one of mine is broken it's actually the one for the the third eye I think it's a quartz and third eye obviously intuition and so I did um like a practice on my grandmother who is just so amazing because she is like one of the most like, Catholic women I've ever met, like, she's constantly, um, like, praying to, um, to God and to, um, to, I forget what, I, I don't know, I'm drawing complete blank, I I keep wanting to say spirits, but it's not spirits, it's, like, the, the people who, like, saints, saints, She's constantly playing to saints and to, and to God. And of course she addresses God as male because like that's what she's been taught in the Catholic church. But, um, but she also is so spiritual and she also is clairvoyant and she's into the chakras into like the sage burning, like all that kind of stuff. And so, um, she just didn't know how she doesn't own any of the, of the rock. She's like, I've heard of it. I just haven't done any crystal healing. And I'm like, oh, like, I know how to do it. Let me do it for you. And she's like, okay, for sure, because she's, like, had, like, some pain. Um, And so then I did it on her, and then I put the crystal on her third eye, like, where it goes. Um, And she just has so much power. And I looked it up later, like, why does the crystal break? And it says because it could be, like, there's too much power there, or... Um, there was, like, some other things. But that's, like, the one that resonated most with me. Of, like, why it broke. And it's just too much power. And that makes sense. Because, cause at first, I thought I was the one who broke it. But I'm like, no, the last time I used these was, was on my grandma. And, yeah. So, you'll see that one's broken. But, um, it doesn't. It's fine. I also read that you could, if you still feel power from it. If you still feel, like, the energies from the from the crystal. Then you can do it. And what's interesting is that when I did it on my husband half of it went oh I forgot where it went I think it went on his solar plexus chakra and the other one um actually went um in his root chakra so interesting but um the whole point so how to read them so I have the solar plexus one on my throat chakra. So basically what that means is... So first you look at, okay, what does the throat chakra mean? Throat chakra is about self-expression, about speaking your truth, about being fully you, right? So then the action... So then um, the solar plexus is all about, like, action. So basically it's saying that I need to, like... I've, I think I've... Ex- it's basically it's saying, like, I've accepted me as um, my own self-expression and everything, I've accepted me, and I'm, like, happy with who I am, but I haven't done any actions to, like, get that out, and then that makes sense too, because my throat, the throat chakra, I think it was the, I know I'm gonna butcher the names, like, Lepis, Lepis, or something like that, the blue stone, um, that it was on my third eye, so basically, I think, like, that, that means that, um, I need to, like, speak more about my intuition Um, whereas my husband he got the sacral chakra stone on his third eye so basically that would mean that he needs to use his intuition to funnel his creativity so see how that works how you can like read it like that um and so yeah so they just like went throughout um the whole body and everything just like made perfect sense as to like why that stone asked to be there Um, so yeah I definitely encourage you to do that and then what was also really cool um, was that with the stones like I got like 60% right again it's not a test but I got like 60% right and I feel like they asked to be where they belong quote unquote belong because um, my husband still has some like balancing to do, and so I feel like if you do get um just like for instance, if you do get the heart chakra stone on the heart chakra, then that just means that you still need to 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 do that and then what was so crazy too is like when I did his reading um of the, like the of the stones on him he it was like i don't know how to describe it it's like i was like tapping in to to that like um i'm gonna butcher i can't i can't say i don't know because like i say it one way in my head and then when i say it out loud it doesn't sound right but the akashic records is that how you say it i don't know but um but yeah i felt like i was tapping into that because like, that's what happened to when i did um like with my wand I did like a reading on on my pets and they were like asking them questions and it was just like I would just get glimpses like if I was like entering their mind to like see from see it from their point of view and it's it's just like it's I, the only way I can describe it is like in that's a raven like how when she has a vision it goes to, like that tunnel of light and then she you, you see something it's kind of like that so I think the person who created that like it probably really was clairvoyant Um, and that was so cool is like how I was able to connect with my grandma because she was, she's like, she like explained it 10 times better than I ever could of like how it feels. And then she's like, it's like you're seeing it, but you're not really seeing it because it's like more of like you're feeling it, but you're feeling it while seeing it. And it's just like they just like flash like through your mind. And I'm like, yeah, it's exactly how it feels. And she's like, yeah, but there are a lot of lights and feelings, and you just like feel like all of the emotions at once and then you see an image and I'm like yeah that's exactly how I feel and so it was like really cool how she was able to like verbalize that for me um because I feel like I've always had this gift but I feel like I didn't pay enough attention to it or I would just like dismiss it and I'd be like oh that's not real and I feel like that's like what I hate about society is that the it's not real like that's just make-believe like nothing in this world is make-believe absolutely nothing and I'm actually was going to get to that next um I have this whole imagination revelation um but before I get into that um I was going to do one more quote um and then and then get into the imagination revelation so I think that's a good place to pause um. Okay, so 75, we're still on 75, so where we left off before it can manifest, so the visualization of everything, um. and then she goes on to say, so man's highest demand is for the divine design of his life, so I feel like that's what everyone is searching for, that you're just, you want to know what, where do you fit in, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense, That's literally what anybody wants, they just want to fit in. And then people are like, oh, you don't want to fit in, like, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like we really are just, like, a puzzle piece. And we're all jumbled up. And that's God, literally God. Like, if once we, like, become a, like a, a put-together puzzle, then that's when we'd be able to see God. But we're not put together right now. We're all sorts of jumbled. And so I feel like that's why she says man's highest demand is for the divine design of his life because if man knows where he belongs where he fits in then he can put himself in he's a puzzle piece so he can put himself in the right spot of like the whole world but the thing is is that not everyone not everyone knows and everyone judges people for being in their spot so then it makes them not want to be in their spot and then yeah and then she doesn't work out and that's actually the quote. I keep like everything just keeps making me want to talk about the imagination revelation. That's what I have here in my notes. It says, for for this is like a quote from here too though. It says for nearly every man has wandered far from the d- divine design. And then that's what I said. I was gonna talk about the imagination revelation, but one more quote before that. So, um, so after that one, it says he may not have the faintest concept of what of what it is, for. Th- or there is possibly some marvelous talent hidden deep within him his demand should be so this is how you say it actually I think I'm going to talk about that this is why I was being pushed to do it and I was like no see this is what exactly, So exactly say exactly in real time this is what I have to work on is that my intuition is like no do this do this do this and i'm like no but wait i want to do this no but wait i want to do that and it's like no do this and then i don't and then it's a whole big thing okay so the imagination revelation so let me let me read this last thing again so it says he may not have the faintest concept of what it is for there is possibly some marvelous talent hidden deepens within him and yes, everybody has some marvelous talent hidden deep within him. And what's so crazy is that like even you know, with my friends, like they're they're in a job and they're in a good job and they like they their job's okay, but they're not like passionately like loving every second of it. And people say like, Oh well yeah, how can you possibly love your job every second of every time? Because like you know? And like I get that and like a hundred percent that's true because that's capitalism and we're not supposed to be working this much or this hard nobody is we're all supposed to just like life's supposed to be fun like i feel like that's like what's important is having fun um i can't believe i'm gonna say this but i'm gonna say it like my back back in college when i had tinder it i my caption what read um work hard play harder because yeah like i am a hard worker but i'm never going to sacrifice fun like, life's supposed to be about fun, and people, a lot of people judge me for that, because I like to have fun, but, no, like, it's important, you're not, you're not put on this planet to be boring, or to be just, like, a waste, have a waste of time, you know, like, I want to have fun, so, anyway, um, so yeah, so you do have some marvelous hidden ta- some marvelous talent hidden deep within you. Um, but why don't you know it? Um, so like with my friends, with those jobs like they're fine they're whatever but why don't they know their deep hidden talent, their marvelous talent the reason why they're here like to figure out like where they belong like where their puzzle piece fits and God's body. Um, the reason why is because that's how society was designed. That's how capitalism succeeds. Um, I'm going to read from my notes. I had this revelation. this revolution on eight eighteen. Um what was so cool is that I had this thought eight eighteen at nine twenty PM and then I had I didn't write it until the next morning so eight nineteen at eight twenty p AM So kinda cool. So I say that I've shared this before that like my purpose Is to share and create knowledge, and what's interesting is that it says share first and then create second. Um, But um, but yeah, so to share. So there's just like knowledge that I downloaded that I want to share with you. So, it says that this. um, So basically, your imagination. Isn't is all real and that's like where my reality theory came from way back I think like October I, I I thought about it in May but I don't think I recorded the episode until like October of last year but um literally anything that you imagine is real and the reason why is because you can't you can't create something um novel because the infinite intelligence created you so you can only know what the infinite intelligence knows does that make sense like you're not you're never going to be able to know more than the infinite intelligence because you are one with the infinite intelligence see what i'm saying so everything that you know has to be real because the infinite intelligence already created it um and so how do you know these things because we've been living we're also infinite internal beings and so we've been living for millennia we've had experiences on different planets we've like yeah our spirits know so much and so this is why imagination is so important it allows you to draw from your past lives so by by using your imagination it's going to help you remember more about your past life about those past experiences because that's where it's coming from so I just think that that is just so cool like that's literally just what imagination is and that's why kids are so imaginative because they they're brand new you know like they still remember a lot and I think I posted this in the last um in my last episode about that tiktok where he has he's like on like part six because people just keep writing things of what their kids have said like i'm from i'm from there and they point to like the see it's another word that i i've seen it so many times but i don't how to pronounce it andro andromedia i don't know that that planet or that like galaxy um and i might be saying it wrong but um yeah that the, the kid remembers being there or, like, the kid remembers being a mother to the to their great-grandmother, things like that. Like, um, kids are brand new, that they're more spirit than they are human, and so they still do it. And what's so cool is that I was able to see that switch with my dog. I was able to see when he went from spirit to, to dog and... At the time, like, what my guides told me was that, like... Because I was really sad when it happened. Because, like, we were really connecting because... I think I... Have I said it before on this podcast? That my dog was my son in my past life. Um, I don't think I've ever told that story. But so a quick, quick recap. I talked about in my past life how I, like, shielded my son when, like, I saw the gun... And then, like, I have the um, the bullet hole. Like, I have, I have that scar on my, like, I have it's like a birthmark. Like, I have it on me right now in this physical, meat suit. Um, and so, and it's like even like the same, the same direction of like how I shielded my son. And so it like shot through me, and I thought that I had saved my son. I thought it had just stayed in me, but then when Billy was born. He had a hole on this in the lung that it would have hit if, like, when I... You know what I'm saying? Like, when I shielded him, it went through me and went through his lung. And that's how he was born. He was born with a hole in his lung. Is that not wild? But anyway, so I was... So, like, he and I, like, connected instantly. And that's how he got the name Billy. Because, like, what kind of a name is Billy for a dog? <laughs> you know? But when I first met Billy, like he was four weeks old and I met him and it was just like my soul recognized his soul and I was just like Billy and like I even have it on on like video and I was because I was like oh the cute puppies and then I was like Billy and I say it and then the name stuck like from the previous owners like they all called him Billy too because he's just Billy you know like that was probably his name in his past life. But anyway, so I was able to see the switch from, from spirit to to dog. And then what my spirit guides told me was that he wouldn't be happy. He wouldn't be able to live a happy, full life knowing all that he knew. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be happy knowing that he was once human and now he's a dog, just like just everything like he suffered a lot in his past life and i think i've mentioned before like partly was because of me i wasn't the best mother in my past life um and then also his father because he's the one that that shot us so really has suffered a lot in his past life and so like he obviously he's on his own journey um and the reason we have this move and the reason like that's the cool thing about about like plans going awry is that it ends up working out for everyone in the long run so there's a reason why um he's here and he like we've moved him around and he's like got to meet new dogs and everything um like his cousins but um but yeah so like that happens with, with human babies too is the point is that um, and hopefully, I will be able to see it when once I have a baby. I don't have babies right now, so um, just Billy. And um, so when I have a human baby, um, I'll, I feel like I will be able to see like when that baby goes from spirit to human, and see that distinction. So anyway, the whole point is that children have such large imaginations. Um, because they're able to draw from their past lives and experiences, because they were just there. You know, I don't know what I mean. So, so that's cool. But then as we get older, we lose that imagination. And by the time kids get to me in middle school, um, seventh and eighth grade, they don't have that much imagination anymore. Some of them do, but not all. And the ones that do, it's like very rare that they have large imaginations and, um, and so, like, that's, like, really what I want to study, but, um, but, yeah, so I want to know, like, well, why, why does this happen? And so, I taught first grade over summer, so for summer school, I was a first grade teacher, and they have so much imagination, like I was saying, and so, I think it's between second and fourth grade, where something happens in that in that age that makes them switch, and one might say it could be like Piaget. Um, he has his like different stages, and so they're going. I forgot these is what I learned in college. So like the preoperational stage or something like that. Um, so like that is like around the age that, that happens. So maybe that has something to do with it. But what I think it is, um my cynical self, (laughs) is that it's a school system because the school system was designed for workers. You know, it wasn't designed to it wasn't designed to inspire. It was designed to control. Um, So Yeah, I feel like the school system steals students' creativity because schools are designed to break people's spirits into submission. Everything is about making people submissive so that they are easier to control. This is why the news is just negativity. It is designed to scare people into submission. And so... By breaking people's spirits and from changing their um, slash like different polygons shaped minds, they get reduced down to squares or circles. Maybe circles, huh? Because I don't have any edges. Um, so yeah, it's like really sad. And I feel like that happens around second to fourth grade so for those of you who aren't in education um second grade is like seven and fourth grade's around nine so seven to nine years old yeah that seems about right um something happens there and um Yeah, so that's, like, why imagination is so important. so I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like, how can we make, like, keep children imaginative? Or how do you inspire a 50-year-old to be imaginative? Um, I, I've been a tutor for, like, 10 years, and um, off and on, just, like, side things. And there was this girl who was 10 who literally had zero imagination and every time I asked her to like tell me a story she would tell me facts like oh well Martin Luther King did this Martin Luther King did that and like okay but like can you make something up like can you tell me about um a cow on the moon and she'd be like a cow on the moon why would a cow be on the moon I was like what and it's just because she's been so indoctrinated her whole life. Um, her parents put a big emphasis on school, and that was like her only identity was just to conform to society. And um, and yeah, and so the way that I worked with her to like get her to like be more imaginative, and it's cool that the parents even hired me, to like teach her how to have an imagination. Um, but but yeah, I taught her the way that we did it because she like, did not re- like respond well to any kind of imagination, imaginative thing like that. But um, so what we ended up doing was like going with that mom with the king example. Um, be like, okay, these are the facts, right? He did this, this, and this. So, like, how do you think he felt, or how do you think? um like can you like do like write a story of like what you think happened that day like in his personal life um and then that's like how we were like able to like start to like imagine things and then from there it ended up like going further so like what about one person in the civil war how would they well how would you think like describe a day that's using your imagination because we don't know how it was you know or somebody like on the prairie and then from there then it like went from like how would somebody in outer space be so it ended up working out but um but yeah like imagination is just so powerful All right. So, I think we're moving back to That is wild. I've already talked for 45 minutes and I'm barely on the first page. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, the last things I want to talk about imagination because I have to end it now. Um so I said, I was, like, wondering, um, actually, no, so, like, with everything that, like, with the the example with the girl, um, I said, I think this is why I've always loved historical fiction, because I feel like it is a form of divine intervention. God wanted their stories to be documented and shared. Isn't that cool? So, like, all of that historical fiction that's out there. Like, it probably happened. So it's like, yeah, it's considered a fiction because it's not, we can't prove it, like, the imperialistic way. But if you had, if whoever wrote it, like, they had a calling to write that book. So I feel like that is God and that was a real story. We just don't have proof for it. Um, people who don't have imagination are in the system too far. We can teach them to get back and remember, yes. And then, so I'm going to leave you with this question. Is there a difference between creativity and imagination? If so, how do you distinguish the two? Oh, actually, then I'm going to leave you actually with this. So back to, so we on the first page, 75, um, about what is the divine design for you. Um... So it says here that, here's like the spell, or like the affirmation, if you want to call it. Just like the words that you can say so that God can help you find your path. Um, It says, His demand should be, infinite spirit, open the way for the divine design of my life to manifest. Let the genius within me now be released. Let me see clearly the perfect plan. So just say that over... And over, you could even um don't say it today necessarily, um, because today it's a day of like releasing, so maybe tomorrow I'll say this, um. Oh, actually, I mean, I guess to be released, I do say that. Infinite Spirit, opened the way for the divine design of my life to manifest. Yeah, I see, manifestation. That's more of like a new moon thing, um yeah let the genius within me now be released. Let me see clearly the perfect plan, so yeah, it's like more manifesting, so I would wait for the new moon, but um or even tomorrow because today's a day of like releasing all the all the old to bring in all the new tomorrow. so whenever you listen to this, you could do that, um, but yeah, that was just the first page. And I still have more Revelations to talk about. And I obviously still have the whole chapter to talk about. So it's going to be probably like a mini-series. And so this is like the part one. And then we'll go from there and see (laughs) how many parts come out. So I guess this is like, since I didn't do it for two weeks, I'm just going to have multiple all at once. So there's that. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'm probably just going to keep recording, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Bye.